Hello ladies and gentlemen, it's Michael C. Bouchard, season 6, episode number, I believe it's 38 of the Night Stalker podcast. Uh, today we're going to talk again about another uh, older case that has been solved by the Ortham uh, DNA. Uh, this case goes back to June 1st of 1989, 14-year-old Stephanie Ann Isaacson uh, had left her uh, father's apartment um, and had walked uh, through an empty sand lot in the direction of uh, Eldorado High School. Uh, at 7.30 in the morning, uh, she hadn't made it to uh, her class. Uh, by 4.30 in the afternoon, she, she, her father hadn't heard from her. Her father was a, a staff sergeant uh, at Ellis Air Force Base. Uh, he notified police. Uh, the father and members of um, the base uh, conducted their own search, um, which led to uh, investigators launching a hel helicopter <clears throat> and additional uh, ground crews to the scene. Uh, a police dog was able to pick up her scent. Uh, shortly thereafter, uh, her body was found under an northern piece of uh, discarded carpet. Uh, it seems like the, the attack was uh, what they consider a blitz attack or random. Her uh, black shirt was pulled up, her jeans pulled down, her shoes and uh, other belongings were missing. Um, and for about 32 years, the case uh, went uh, unidentified. Uh, apparently, the um, Suspect's uh, DNA at that time hadn't been uh, entered into CODIS. Um, there were numerous attempts to uh, test the evidence uh, in 2007. Um, however, they didn't produce, uh, produce any uh, results. Uh, later, in about 2021, the DNA was... Uh, DNA, which consisted of about 15 uh, human cells, uh, was put through the uh, Ortham, uh, Ortham DNA um, testing, and they actually uh, found a genealogical ma uh, match. Uh, family members uh, allowed uh, law enforcement to take DNA. Um, it was discovered that um, the suspect in the case, uh, Darren uh, Marchand, uh, one was never on the official uh, suspect list, but uh, DNA came back to him. Unfortunately, like most cowards do, uh, Marchand uh, had committed suicide at the age of 26, uh, six uh, years after the uh, the murder. Uh, yeah, don't really feel sorry for him. Um, you know, it seems like in most of these cold cases, either the cowards kill themselves, or uh, they just be, because of the lack of DNA testing back in the days, they were they were unable to um, uh, identify him before they passed away. You'll find in most of the older cases that uh, most of the um, suspect passed away. Um, 
I was reading something uh, that one of these, uh, Christine the middle, Middleman of uh, Ortham says that the Isingson case is the tip of the iceberg of a silent mass uh, disaster, which <clears throat> basically, you know, in, in the United States, we have uh, an estimated quarter of a million cold cases that are unsolved. Why are they unsolved? Well, one is always because of money. Uh, you know, departments don't want to, you know, departments will put money and the cities will put money into everything except what they really need to put money into. I mean, you know, anybody that works for the city or pays taxes for the city already knows that. Um, uh, Middleman says that, uh, you know, it has really struck me after all these years that a lot of people have, have gotten away with murder and multiple murders, which is true. I mean, let's face it. Uh, you know, the average <clears throat> killer, unless it's a uh, a random response to something or emotionally dri driven, uh, has usually killed more than one person. Uh, and believe me, folks, there's a lot of people like that out there. You don't realize it, but um, New England itself, uh, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, the area I'm in, uh, in the 60s and the 70s experienced a lot of uh, serial killers and um, Don't kid yourself. They're still there You know, they're still out there everywhere no matter where you are uh, Like I always used to say at the end of my podcasts um, If you're in a dark alley a dark road a dark parking lot a dark room or the backseat of a dark car and you hear footprints or steps coming up from behind you, uh, you have you have better already made an exiting plan in case something happens. And well, what the hell were you doing out in a dark place like that anyway by yourself? Um, you know, it just it just kind of brings to the fact that no matter where we are, um, And unfortunately, it, you know, is more uh, common with females is that there's always, there's always predators out there. Never think there's not. What does a predator look like? I don't know. Could be anybody. Could be a young person. Could be a male. Could be a female. Could be an older person. You don't know. Could be a businessman, a laborer person, teacher, priest. You, you, you name it. Could be anybody. That's why I always tell people to be cautious, be, be aware of your surroundings, and, uh, you know, with that in mind, you know, you just have to, uh, uh, even me, you know, as a, as a parent, my, my uh, kid is older, but, um, you know, I still have that uh, instinct. You know, I, uh, yeah, that's just, that's just how it is. I mean, um, I can't tell you any more than that, but this is a nice soccer podcast. I am Michael C. Bouchard. This is season six and episode 38. And uh, unfortunately, this case, uh, well, one occurred. Second, uh, the uh, coward had killed himself. Uh, let me see if it was six years later. And this was in six... So in nine, about, give or take about 95, uh, the, the guy killed himself. 
but at the same time, you know, we lost a 14-year-old uh, girl because of somebody's, uh, I don't know what, what you want to call it, um, or animals, predators. Um, and, and believe me, I, I am old school. I don't, if these people get hit by a bus, so be it. But with that in mind, I will see you uh, at the uh, next episode, which I'm probably going to do, which is probably going to freak a lot of people out because I tell you I don't get involved in the politics anymore, but uh, I'm going to have to give the younger voters a little bit of a lesson on a few things. So until then.